everyone. Okay, so I'm super excited. I just did an amazing call with my students and many of them said it was one of their favorite calls that they've ever had. And it really, really helps entrepreneurs, business owners, people that are just like overachievers really understand um, how they can actually get more done and really not judge their success based upon other people, but based upon their own internal factors. So it was such a great call, such a great coaching call that I figured I would share it with you today on this podcast. And so you can actually watch it and listen. I hope it helps. So uh, enjoy yourself. It's about 60 minutes long and you're going to see, see, hear me coaching some of my students as well as then going into some deep training on how to really feel good about yourself and your accomplishments as an entrepreneur. And don't forget, if you go to kristamayshore.com slash bootcamp, that's kristamayshore.com slash bootcamp, you can register for our three-day event. It's our first time ever doing three days in December. And we would absolutely love, love, love to have you there. We're going to be going over new new stuff. It's the first time and only time we've ever done a three event and we cannot wait to have you there. I cannot wait for you to get fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Congratulations for those of you that did co-author yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yay. You just got done. Like that is a six month plus project. I mean, that took us about six months to do. And that was my fifth book. So um, with that being said, like you have no idea your first book takes like two years. <laughs> so you, and it's, it's well-written, it's easy to read. It's going to position you as the authority. So congratulations there. All right. So um, this is kind of funny how this, how this happened today. So this morning I got on at seven 30 to let Alicia on. Cause Alicia likes to be so sweet and coach and help everybody for, you know, she usually does it between 20 and 30 minutes prior to every call. So, um, like 90% of the time, Alicia Collins, and she does more business than anybody on this call, um, including me. Um, she does around 300 deals ish a year, give or take. Um, and so we were on a call and I was telling her about, Hey, have you been reading the book, the gap of the game yet? And she's like, I'm almost done reading it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And she starts talking to me about, um, how she's feeling. So I was like, you know what? Stop right there. I want to do this. I want to have a coaching moment with you, with everybody, because I want everyone to see that everyone, including people that you seem to look up to, or we think don't, they don't, they're not normal and don't have normal problems or feelings that we compare ourselves to. And this is the entire premises of the gap in the gain, which we're going to be work. We're going to be doing a workshop today on the gap in the gain. I'm in love with this book right now. Um, and I, I think it's just so relevant to how we as entrepreneurs and business owners and people, what we do to ourselves, which is really, really self-defeating. So Alicia, if, if Francis, if you could make me and Alicia, um, spotlight us both so we can be side by side, that'd be awesome. If you could do that for me. And then, um, Team, uh, everyone that's on the call, you guys know that in the view up here, see where it says view right there, that if you do view, if you hit, um, you could do um, like speaker, right? And then if you see speaker, it's going to show you, you'll just see the one person. So you always want to make sure it's on speaker. And then also if you do, um, if you do full screen, <laughs> Alex, you're so funny. If you do full screen, it will then um, like take up the whole screen. So you'll just see it like that. Does that make sense on your computer? Okay. So Alex, can you or somebody make it me and Alicia spotlight us both? And then I'm going to, we're going to work on all this together with all of us. No, oh, you guys should both be pinned for everyone. Mm -hmm. You guys should be good. I don't think so. Cause I see you. Because you're one of the people that's pinned, so it looks a little different. I see both of you guys. Oh, do you? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't see Krista, but I'm on my I phone. Don't. I don't see, but Krista, whenever she's speaking. Me either. I'm seeing everyone. Okay, Even well, though you have I'm to on change speaker. your view. You've got to change your view to um, speaker view. So yep, it should I'm say speaker. speaker view. Yeah, me too, and I'm seeing you right now. Can we so, do it on our phone? 
it's Actually, not it's not side by side krista can you do for it sure. again um for me please um alex maybe you could ask um the people from the two-day event how to do it i know they they do it all the time you could ask them how and do that for you okay he's, so, here. he's here and he said he did it no it's not done yet guys it's so weird because you guys are are pinned for me hold on let me i'm gonna yeah, you're not paying because I'm seeing you as you talk, and then when I talk, it puts me up. All right, I'm going to try again. Okay, Alicia. Alex, will you mute yourself? Okay, Alicia. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Right here. Okay, there. <laughs> now it's showing you. All right, so um, today we were on the call, and so in case you guys don't know, Alicia's been in the program for about three and a half years, and we have become personal friends. So Alicia and I are friends. We talk you know, probably several times a week. Um, I talk with her more than I talk with my, my very best friends from around here because she's in the business and it's just nice to have someone like her. So um, she's been talking, she's had, kind of been having a rough week this week. And um, she was, so Alicia, talk to me about what you were feeling like um, this week, this morning, you know, yesterday, what was going on? Um, so I, I'm probably, um, if you, if you read the gap in the gain, I'm in the gap a lot. So I'm always like, if, if I've reached this goal, it's like, I should have gone more. I should be here. If this happens, I'm going to be happier. If, if I get to there, um, if I have $50,000 in the bank, I'm going to feel more secure <laughs> Then I get there and I don't feel any more secure. So then I say it's a hundred. Um, and as I, as I, so I, so I, the book starts, well, Krista told me to start reading it on Saturday. Um, and I did, I had it downloaded and I bawled the, probably the first 30 minutes because it's exactly my life. I always am in the lax state of mind instead of, and I've always said that I'm kind of, I mean, you all probably have heard this before. I'm, I'm not, I've always said I'm a negative person. I'm not, I struggle to be positive. Um, and a lot of people don't see that my friends see it. And my husband definitely sees it. <laughs> poor guy. Um, <laughs> But so, so lately I've just been like, I've, I've had a hard time doing videos. Um, and it seems like every turn I take something negative happens. So it's like, I, like the devil is trying to, you know, prevent me from making some big advancement. And I'm trying to think of it like that. I'm trying to think of like, I just got to push through. Um, but it's hard, you know, if you, you know, you mail something out and the post, the post office sends the whole thing back and they've stamped all the stamps out. Or, um, last week I did all these videos and they, I knew I just nailed it. And all of them are jacked because the mic was wrong. Um, then yesterday I was going to redo them. Um, I get a message and, and so I'm, so I'm in, like, I feel like I'm in the game yesterday. I did what the book said. I wrote I, on, I started on Saturday night so yesterday I did the same thing. I wrote my three gains and what my three gains were going to be for Monday. So Sunday, Monday, um, right before I go to do the videos, I get a message on, um, YouTube. And this guy is just saying, you know, that I'm just a money hungry bitch and blah, 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 blah. And it just like pierced me. So the whole time I'm doing the videos, I have this negative dialogue in my head and, you know, I got home and bawled my eyes out. And I mean, it's, it's, and I know it doesn't seem like when I'm looking at it today, it doesn't seem right, but it was easy for me just to slip right back into that gap instead of stay in the game. Okay. So first of all, this is awesome. Like Alicia's talking about, you know, how she's feeling and kind of like what was going, she said this, that guy on YouTube was just ripping her apart. Go back to where you came from. And, you know, why are you doing these dumb videos and just blah, blah, blah. And so she started like, she let her herself get, you know, in this space. Well, let me take it back a notch. Okay. So last week, Alicia calls me and she's like, first of all, she's done this every year now for the, for four years, like every single year. And I'm like, Oh, this is a pattern. And I know I recognize her pattern because I do the exact same thing. Okay. So every year around this time, she's like, Oh, I'm not doing enough business. And mind you, just a couple months ago, she had like 27 deals that closed 23 of them, which were her own that she did by herself not her team members, her herself in one month. Okay. With Lindsay's help. Lindsay's right here. I got to well, give with, of course with Lindsay's help. Lindsay, you're awesome. We love you. Um, but the point is she didn't do this with this big, huge team and she was just on fire every year around this time. And not, I'm not putting it in the universe, but she it's, it tends to slow down a little bit for Alicia's slow down. Okay. Which is 
if she's not completely just going full steam ahead, she feels like she's not doing enough business and she, it starts to kind of get in her head. So I said to her, and I'm, I'm talking to all of you now, I said, Alicia, you're, you're, you know, I haven't done my book yet. She says, and I haven't done all the funnels and I haven't done all these things. There's still so much more I need to do in the program. I haven't done it all, but I've done. And I said, okay, stop for a second. Can you stop to look at all of the things that you have gotten done? Like, let's really take a look. And like, when I'm talking to her right now, I'm going to talk, talking to all of you, right? What have you gotten done? So Alicia, let's, let's kind of go back, right? And let's look at where you were when you started. And I know how many deals you're doing. You're wrong, by the way. I have, a, I have an actual testimonial from you that says where you were at and where, where you were. So you were, you were um, right at like 100, it was 100, like 100, 103. And then you went up to like 290. No, 170. And then two, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have the, the, the thing. So, so not the numbers, right? let's talk about what you've accomplished from then until now, all of the things. So on Saturday, you asked me that. And I, part of the reason I think that I was so upset is I, like at that moment, I couldn't think of anything. I know it's like, it's, I'm just, I'm being real. Like, it's just hard sometimes to, um, I think pinpoint the stuff you've done when you're like kind of in the gutter. Right. And so I actually wrote a list of, um, on Saturday night. Cause like, seriously, I listened to that book for like four hours that day. So I wrote down everything I had done. Um, and it was, it was hard for me to, it was still hard for me. Like it was, I, I had to, like, I wrote everything I had done, like in the past three months, because that was, that was something that was easy for me. Like, because I could really think of it. Like, you know, we bought the house in Georgia. We keep going. Listen, where's your list? Do you have your list in front of you? No, it's at home in my journal, but anyway, I have, it's still hard for me now. I have, because I all, so one of the things in my mind is, so I have 2,800 YouTube subscribers and lots of views and clients coming from it. But the little thing, the devil on my shoulder says, well, remember you said you were going to post two videos a week, not one. And sometimes you haven't even done one. So that's the, that's what I fight with. Okay. Okay. So, and I, and I hope that what, like we're doing this exercise, everyone, because I feel, I, I know that all of us do this to ourselves, right? All of us do this to ourselves and we don't look at what, where we, where we have come. And four years ago, when I was going through my journey to, of, of coaching, cause I, in my head, I was like, why am I doing this? And who, who am I to coach? And why were they listening to me? And I'm not good enough. And so I went to a counselor and she helped me like, and I'm just like, always like, I achieved something. And I was like, would never recognize it. And she really made me realize how important it was for me to really be in the present and understand all the things that I have accomplished. Okay. So Alicia has bought, and again, I'm, we're, I'm not saying this to brag. I want her to, I want her to really realize this. Okay. So let, let's even take it back even further. All right. Have you gone through the location domination? Mm-hmm. The location domination. You, you are doing postcards now on a regular basis mm-hmm. and you're continually being absolutely um, ingenious. Very, that, that should be a good word, but you're like, you're awesome with your postcards. Very creative. Thinking of new ideas, correct? Yes. You're doing that on a regular basis. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're putting processes. Yes. In place the answer is yes. You're doing it on a regular yes. basis. Do not yes. beat yourself up because you miss a month or two. You're yes. You're doing it on a regular basis. Absolutely. You have chosen a niche, which now you are dominating that niche. True. Yes. I remember getting a call from Alicia saying, Oh my God, I think I have too many real properties. Is that a bad thing? I said, I'm hanging up on you right now. Click. Okay. The answer is that's not a bad thing. That's what she was going for. So now, so you would, you're, you're doing pet of the week. I just saw you do pet of the week yesterday. You had six, eight dogs in your hands and you did the cutest little TikTok. Now you're doing TikTok as well as that. You're doing YouTube, but you didn't do before. You're doing Facebook ads. You didn't do before. You're doing videos. You didn't do before. You have your listing presentation video done. Yes. I have to, I have to make some changes, but yeah. The, the answer is yes. Do you have your slides done from that? Did you edit yes. your script from that? Did you get the, did you get your stats from that? Yes. Okay. Now this is just like, I hope you guys are seeing that's just that one little thing, the listing process, there are about 30 steps in that process. So just the listing process alone is about, is a, is quite a feat. In fact, like if you think the listing process is a feat, and, and do this, show Alicia, everyone, yeah. huge, okay? Um, have you gotten funnels done? 
Almost. I have one. How many? How, how many? One. One funnel. Okay, good. So you're getting one, one funnel done. Help me people. What else? There's so much more. Have you attended almost every single coaching call in the past four years and maybe missed 10 in a four year time frame? Mm-hmm. Do you coach other people beforehand every single time? About 85% of the time. Do you do peer mentoring? Again, at your own, we're not getting paid for it. Have you attended other trainings as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? You, you, I remember talking to you three years ago and you're like, I want to have more rentals and I want to have money in the bank. You didn't have money savings then. Do you have savings now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, do you remember what you told me how much you wanted back then? Mm-hmm. Did do you have you attained that? Yes. Okay, take grace in that. I mean, really, that's a big number. I know what it is. It's a big number. Most people don't make that in a year. Okay, and you've increased your what you're doing, and you, you do you have systems? You didn't have a CRM before. Mm-hmm. No CRM. How big of a beast is your CRM? It is a beast. Okay, so. Everyone. So, and there's, I consider probably for another half an hour, honestly, if I really was to dive into every aspect of all the things that, and that's not a joke that she's done, but the thing is, it's the same for all of you. It's the same for all of you, all of you. And we're going to work on some things today to kind of help you sort of see that all of you. Oh gosh, you guys, sorry about my nails. Like, just let you know, I have these, they always, the thumbs, I lose the thumbs. My husband's like the thumbs. I'm like, I know it's the thumbs, babe, but so I'm like, do one of these, like, don't do one of these with the, with the big toe thumbs I have. <laughs> um, so the, the point is, is that all of you feel the same, the way sometimes, and you know, Alicia does, she kind of battles with this, with this, we all have our thing that we battle with. That's not my thing. I have other things, but she battles with it. It's just a matter of reminding yourself of where you're at, what you've accomplished and basing it, not based upon Alicia or Krista, or Rochelle, or Lisa, or Angela Scott, or Heather Jones, or anyone else. It's about, it's about doing it. I think, Rochelle, we're from where you are, having your own success meter. So, Alicia, so now knowing where, so how do you feel right now? Be honest. Um, I feel, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm still. Um, yeah. Yep. For sure. Gosh, Lindsay, can you get in here for a second? <laughs> Please. Oh, I'm just being real. Hi, Lindsay. Alicia Hello. loves you. She always tells me how great you are. So I'm going to, I would like to ask your help in something. And everyone has a Lindsay, right? Whether it's your husband or your team member. When Alicia is, is going down on Alicia, first of all, I don't honestly know anyone that gets as much done as her, like no one in the whole universe. Um, when you, when, when she's getting down on herself, can you help encourage her and like, write, start writing lists of all the things that you guys are doing well? Oh, she's also doing the CMA drop-off, right? That's a beast in itself. You're doing the CMA drop-off. That's a whole new one. And there's so many other things I didn't, can you start helping Lalisha like remind her because success breeds success and what you focus on grows. So the more she can focus on everything she's doing well, the more you and your team will do well. Can you help Alicia with that? I do my best. (laughs) Can you keep trying? When she says, I feel like we're not busy. It's like, Alicia, seriously? She wants to stab me. I, I do. <laughs> okay. So we don't want to stab her, but can you just keep reminding her and remind her like, hey, what you're doing right now is not helping you. You're just, what you're doing right now, Alicia, by you being, you know, only recognizing all the negative things, you're just going to keep going down that hole and you're gonna, it's you're not going to get what you want. Right. Just remind her to, like switch, to try to switch it up. Yep. Okay. Write, write list, write list. Okay. I have a really good whiteboard right there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so on the whiteboard, on the whiteboard. Okay. All right. So um, Alicia needed this today. Exactly, Brett. Celebrate your wins, everyone. It's just the, the mindset is just huge in, in this. And, you know, we, we have to remember that when we are trying to, and you're going to, you're going to fail at times. Like there's, there's times where you're fail. Our first year in the coaching, it seemed like we took off really, really well. And we did, we did really well. And then we had like a year and a half of what the heck I made a bad decision, quite honestly, in my business in coaching. And we, we like completely declined. I mean, it was, I was like, why, why am I doing this? I should be back in real estate, right? Just doing being real real estate agent, but we just had to keep pushing and changing, changing and tweaking and, and like moving forward until around the three and a half year mark, the three-year mark, we, we were able to be profitable, but it was, it was tough. Like so, 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 so tough. So when you look at other people and it looks like they 
have everything going on, you have to understand that it's just like the iceberg, right? Like the, is it iceberg? Is it called? Yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the iceberg is the top of down below it. There's all this like huge, massive amounts of things that you're, you don't even see above the water. That's how success looks like for other people. But the idea is, is not to compare yourself to other people. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's not my quote. I heard it from somewhere, but I loved it. Comparison is the thief of joy, right? Because we all are different and we all can do different things. We all like, I honestly couldn't do what Alicia does. Like she, she works too much. I'm always telling her, take the weekend off, try and like, try to take a full day off. Why are you, you know, like enjoy yourself. You're 45 years old. And before you know it, you're going to be 75 and you're going to look back and not wish that you completely just worked all the time. Right. So, but the, but the point is, if I compared myself to how Alicia works, I would feel like I suck because she just is a machine, you know? So we don't want to do that. We want to compare ourselves to ourselves and where we started and where we're going. Okay. Where we started and where we're going. Does that make sense? Everybody? Are you guys, are you hearing me? Hopefully. Okay. So what I want to do now, Alicia, and thank you for being vulnerable and, um, sharing that with people, because I think people see you sometimes and other people that they think are just always everything so perfect. They have to realize we all have, we all have struggles and we all have things that go on. Okay. So what I want to do now, again, this is not, this is based upon the gap and the gain. And he really talks about how important it is to base your progress, not based upon other people and not based upon where it is that you, that you think you want to be. So I have to remind everybody, let's just talk about the program right now. Okay. This program, first of all, it is a completely different program than it was four years ago when we launched. It is about, there's 80% more stuff to it than there was four years ago, okay? We keep adding and modifying and improving and enhancing, which, which quite frankly, in some cases, for some of you, that makes you feel like you're not getting enough done. And so we're, we're kind of changing the program a bit because we don't want you to feel that way. It can seem very overwhelming. It's not a year-long program. It's like a two or three-year-long program. And then once you get to that two or three years, the goal is that we keep helping you enhance as, as an individual. So you want to stay and keep improving, right? So I don't want you to look at where you're at. I want you to look at where, how far you've come. Okay. If you are only in this program for a month, I want you to think like, oh my gosh, how far I've come is I made the investment. I made the leap. I'm showing up to the calls. I'm, I'm like, I'm stepping into greatness. Right. And take, and like, notice that notice what you're doing. Well, notice what you're doing. Right. And you will do more of it. So let's kind of figure out again, this is not me. This is the gap in the game. And this is, I want us to work on this together. Um, because this is going to help you be able to get all the stuff that's done in the program. Okay. So this is the gap in the game by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Again, it's a great listen to, so they talk about success criteria. Okay. So determine your own success criteria based upon how you are going to be spending your time and what you should or should not do. Okay. So in other words, what we, what I want you to think about is how do you determine your own success criteria? Meaning when you decide what you should or shouldn't do, I want you to base that upon your success criteria, where it is that you want to go, right? So in other words, every single decision that you make should be based upon the decisions. Uh, are they going to put you into the, the place where you want to be? Are they going to help you achieve the results that you want to achieve? Are they going to help move, push you further away towards your goals or further away from them. Okay. So for example, Dean Jackson, very, very successful entrepreneur says, I know I'm being successful when, okay. And he comes up, he came up with, with some questions and some criteria based upon, he knows that he's successful when he is doing certain things. Now, your idea of, you know, you're being successful when it's not when you reach the goal is what I want you to understand. It's not when you get there. It's, you know, you're being successful when like I'm working towards my goal. I know I'm being successful when, right? Maybe it's, I'm getting up every day and I'm working on, you know, my, my program for an hour or for 45 minutes or for an hour and a half, whatever your thing is. Okay. I know I'm being successful when I am consistently. And again, this is just in relation to the program. Okay. There's other areas of your life, like that you would want to, to, um, to align this with, for example, Dan Sullivan talks about his marriage and he says, you know, I know I'm being successful when I put my wife first. 
I know I'm being successful when every day I do one thing more to make my wife smile. I know I'm being successful when he relates it to his wife and to his marriage, right? When um, every single day I'm doing something more to try to improve the quality of my marriage and the quality of my relationship. That's how he measures success, okay? We can't measure success by achieving the outcome because you've got to get there. And then just like Alicia said, with most entrepreneurs, that once you get there, it isn't even, it's like you don't even recognize it, you know, like because you're already on to the next thing. That's, that is an entrepreneur. And it's, it's really crazy because in most cases, like, um, you know, Steve Jobs says like, we're the crazy ones, right? Like we're the crazy ones. And Russell talks about it all the time, how we as entrepreneurs, it's really difficult for, for me to talk to somebody else because most people think that I'm kind of weird when it comes to, to business. Like I'm just obsessed with it. So it's like, for me to talk to my best friends about my goals, like they see me and they're like, wow, you're doing so well. And I'm like, oh, I, I just want to keep achieving more. And one of the things that he says is like, people will ask me why, and I really can't answer it. Like, I know that sounds weird, but I mean, I really can't. After reading this book, it's the first time that it made me understand like, wow, I just have this intrinsic need to want to, like, I like to be successful. Now, that's not to, to say that, you know, my, I, I want to massively impact the world. I want to make a positive influence. I want to inspire people. I want to help people have more financial freedom and time. Like, that's a huge part of my why. But I don't know why, I, you know, it's like, I want to do that. But to do the things that I do, and work as hard as I work and achieve what I've achieved. I couldn't tell you what that reasoning is now. Does that make sense? And that's okay. Now, when I had my daughters and when they, when, when my daughters, my husband left, you know, my first husband way back when, and he left, my why was keep the kids in the house, keep them safe, keep the home, you know, make sure they're secure. That a thousand percent was the reason why I just went for it. I don't really have that now. It's just like, I'm just like intrinsically built to want to just like achieve. And I'm okay with that, right? Like even now, one of my coaches, like Krista, what is your why? And I'm like, ah, I'm like, I, I kind of know why, but I mean, I, I really want to make this massive impact and change the world, and but I don't know why I want to do that or what make what drives it, and that's okay. But as an entrepreneur, for you to speak to many people who who work for somebody else, it's a different level of motivation. And their why and their reasoning and what's going to drive them to get there is different than yours in most cases. And that's all right. So that's another reason why being in a part of a group like this, it's like, you don't feel like you're so weird. You don't feel like you're so crazy. Like my, my daughter um, went with me to the category King and she's like, mom, like Steve would, Steve doesn't understand. Like when you come here with these people, all you guys all do is talk about business and you're so excited and you're just like, and that's what you talk about all during dinner and during drinks and during appetizers. Like that's what you guys do the whole time. She's like, it's pretty interesting, you know, like it's, but, but you're all that way. Like she kind of, she kind of, kind of got it. Right. And I always tell my husband, you'll be bored anyways, if you go there, you're not, you're not going to like it. Cause all we do is talk about, you know, about, about business. Okay. So let me get back to this. So, so I want you to think about like how you can gauge your success. You know that you're being successful when. So on the days when you feel like Alicia feels, on the days when you feel like I have felt, like it's not good enough, I should be doing more. Um, you know, like you can say, I know I'm being successful when. How can you gauge that? And it's not when you reach the goal, okay? You've got to be thinking about the gain, what you're doing in to get from where you are now to your ideal, the goal when you're, when you're matching it. All right. So we'll keep going and then we're, we're going to do an activity together. So Lee Brower, um, he was a successful entrepreneur and gratitude expert. And his, his teachings has been viewed by more than a hundred million people. Okay. He developed a list of six questions that he uses as a filtering process for making high quality decisions. The idea is that you make yourself the reference point again, it's not comparing yourself to where your, your goal is or to anyone else. You're not comparing yourself to me or to Alicia or to um, Jess Hulse or to Heather Jones or to Lisa McNally. You are comparing yourself to you. You're not comparing yourself to where you are in month one to where somebody is in month 12 or month 36. Now, it can be very, very intimidating to come on a call like this and to succeed, to see the success of what people have accomplished and feel like, oh my God, like the overwhelm starts to set in and you start to feel like I am not, I, I, and then what happens? We shut down. 
So we have to really like take it for what it is. When you look at somebody, whether it is Brett or Lisa Kwasnack or myself or anyone else, you've got to look at, at number one, if you are comparing, which you shouldn't, comparison is a thief of joy. Like really, if Alicia's in month, you know, 40 and you're in month two or six or 10, you can't compare. That's why we do not want to compare ourselves to other people. We want to compare ourselves to our own success criteria points. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and show you an example. And again, these don't have to be your success, your, your points. These are exactly from the book. Um, I have not made mine yet. I plan on doing that today with you guys and gals. So he uses these questions and makes decisions based upon measuring his own, your own self and your own success, not based upon feelings. Now, what do I mean? Not based upon feelings. What does the book mean? Not based upon feelings. It means we can't base it on how we're feeling today. For example, Alicia was feeling frustrated. She got that bad comment. She wasn't, the, the, she did the videos and the videos weren't, the sound wasn't on. She feels like she should be doing more. Like that's, that really is a feeling based upon a circumstance that's happening right now. Okay. But if you compare that feeling and the circumstance that's happening right now with just the 10 minutes that we went over, like what she's accomplished and we could have done it for another hour, it's a whole different thing. Okay, so it's not based upon a feeling or based upon what other people are saying or doing. It's really important. Not based upon a feeling or based upon what other people are saying or doing, but based upon how you personally are measuring measuring your success or improvement. Okay, and here's the deal with that, everyone. Some people, things happen a little bit more quickly for Let's just be honest. Some people are more skilled with personality. Some people are more has, have more sales skills. Some people have more personal skills and they have the ability to connect with others more. Some people are more tech savvy. There's different reasonings why certain people may or may not achieve. Like put me in front of a, you know, a computer and ask me to do something like I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm not good at it. Right. I, I can't like, for example, this weekend I was at my parents' house and they wanted to, to learn. Um, they wanted to have the, uh, the words beyond the, the, the TV. Now, if I was at home with my kids, I would be like, oh, you guys do it. I don't want to do it. But because I was with my parents and they couldn't do it, I had to figure it out. I figured it out. Right. But that was only because I had to, <laughs> if, it, if I was with my kids, I'd be like, oh my gosh, do it. This is computer stuff. You guys figure it out. Right. Does that make sense? So I'm not going to compare myself to, to somebody like a Kevin Scott, who's like a computer a technical genius. Because he loves it, it comes naturally to him. It doesn't to me. It takes me 10 hours. It takes Scott probably, Kevin, Kevin Scott, probably one hour. Okay. So I'm going to base myself based upon my own measurement so that I don't beat myself to pieces. Because when we beat ourselves to pieces, when we're negative, we say negative things, we view negative things, we only focus on the lack, we get more of that. And we keep ourselves in those places. So let me give you an example. The book talks about the British rowing team. They had not won a medal since 1912. Okay. But in the preparation for the 2000 Olympics, they decided to base all of their decisions as a team upon one measuring point. The measuring point was, will it make the boat go faster? Okay. Just by measuring all of their decisions from this one question, this one measuring point, Will it make the boat go fast? The boat go faster. They went from never, from not getting a medal since 1912 to winning a gold medal in the 2000 Olympics. Okay, so for example, it's things like this. And again, this is straight from the book. Tempted to eat a donut? Will it make the boat go faster? Got invited to a party the night before practice? Will it make the boat go faster? The entire team, every decision that they made they would base it upon, will it make the boat go faster? And just from that one measuring point, they weren't measuring against what their components were doing. They weren't measuring against what somebody else in the program did or what their team member did. They measured it on their own criteria with their decision that they're going to make. Would it make the boat go faster? Yes or no. Okay. So it goes to show us just how important it is when we are measuring our own success and our own things, how we do it. Okay. So the six questions that uh, was his name that Lee Brower came up with, and these are his questions. Okay. You can use them or not. 
is this person, and I, I love all these questions, but I, I'm, I'm going to change them for myself, some of them. Is this person experience, opportunity, expense, adventure, relationship, commitment, fill in the blank, aligned with my values? That was the first question that he would ask, which I love that first question because it's like pretty much taking is, is all of it. Is this thing I'm going to eat? This thing I'm going to drink? This thing I'm going to do, right? This is this thing that I'm going to be doing, whether it be a person or an action, is it aligned with what I'm committed to with my values? And he would say, if the answer was no, he would not proceed to ask himself any of the next questions. He just would not do it. Okay. If it was yes, then he would continue to filter, ask more filtering questions. The next question he would ask is, will this opportunity take advantage of my unique ability and make me even stronger? Will it link in my stride? Okay. So it's like, okay, if I do this, is it, is it going to take advantage of what I'm good at? Is it going to make me better? Is it going to make me stronger? Is it aligned with where I'm heading? Okay. Now this, I mean, if you, you know, Dan Sullivan, um, this is, I'm not, I'll, I'll take this off for a second, but he was talking about how he um, was on vacation for a month or two months and he didn't watch any television. And he realized that by not watching any television that he was sleeping better he was, his thought, he, he was happier. His thoughts were more clear. When he went to bed, he didn't go to bed with these weird, you know, thoughts in his head and that he realized that he didn't want to watch television. So he thought, okay, let me see if I can, how long I can continue this. So he made a goal of like three months and three months went by and he was like, that was easy. I didn't, didn't need television. And he hasn't watched TV now at the time of the book for three years, zero television, all because he was measuring himself against himself. And he would ask himself, does watching TV help me? Does watching TV help me sleep better? Does it help me think better? Does it help me align me more towards my goals? He says, no, I'm able to read more books now, right? He has, he has between 10 books he reads. I'm able to think more clearly. I'm getting more done. I'm making more traction. I'm sleeping better. All these things because he's judging it, basing it upon himself. Now, I'm not telling you not to watch TV. I'm just giving you an example of, you know, of how his, his, his thought process was. The second, the third question, how is this unique opportunity a benefit to mankind? Is there a bigger cause or purpose that will benefit society? Now, again, everyone, you can't ask these things all the time, right? Like not all of these, well, like these might not even be your questions, but these are the questions that he came up with and we're gonna come up with our, with our own. Does this make sense financially? That's a very good question. Does this make sense financially, right? Um, five, is this transactional or transformational? I love this. So in other words, is what you're going to do a standalone opportunity or a gateway opportunity for something bigger? Now, that is what, like, just look at that last one. I love that one because understand what you're doing right now is absolutely a thousand percent a transformational activity. Okay. And um, um, oh, who was it? Like Annie Grace said, remember what Annie Grace said? She said when she's thinking about like habits and decisions, she thinks about things, whether it's a seed. Remember, a seed is something that takes time and energy and you've got to water it and you've got to, you know, you've got to absolutely take that seed and you've got to like give love to it. And then all of a sudden that seed starts to sprout slowly. And before you know it, after a few years, it's this massive tree, right? The other Thing that she would base it on is it is it more something that's just for right now is it like a she called it a switch right is it something to switch her out of state temporarily that's a quick switch it's so do i understand with this program this program is not a switch it's a seed okay it's transformational it's something that it takes time right and if you don't water the seeds they will stop growing they will die so we've got to continually water our brains, water our, our, our transformation that we're going through right now to help us to continue to want to get that seed to grow. There's going to be times where you're going to have a dry spell. There's going to be times where, you know, the, the, the seed isn't getting watered as much as you want, but you've got to keep watering it. You've got to keep going. What you are doing right now is not a quick fix. It is something that when you do it correctly and give it the time it takes, that you go from the chase and the grind and the like constant to, oh my gosh, I have a life again. I, business is coming to me. It's easier. Okay. 
I mean, even, even, you know, people like Alicia will tell you she was doing around a hundred now, you know, between 250 and 300, but she has the systems and processes in place. And like Cassie Spears will tell you, there's so, so many people will tell you, Betsy will tell you that they're at a point now where they're actually working less, but they're getting so much more done. I would venture to tell you, Alicia, that you're probably work, working the same amount as you are now, as you were when you doing hundred deals, as you are doing three, give or take, would you say that's true or not? I think I work a little more now or then now, probably not as not double though or triple. Okay. But a little bit more. Well, that that stands to reason from hundred to 300, right? But had she not had the systems, the processes, the attraction based market, I guarantee you she'd be, she wouldn't ever be able to do it. It'd be impossible for her. It'd be impossible. Just it's, it's not doable for, for, she doesn't have a big enough team. She hasn't even had a very large team. She has new people right now. Okay. Okay. So ask yourself that question. Is this, is what you're doing? And here's what I'll say again. And, and this might even be something like losing weight, right? Losing weight. It's like, or exercising or taking care of your health or taking care of your marriage. Like, it's not like you can just flip a switch and it's just going to happen. It's short-term things, but you've got to think about what the seeds are. What are you planting for a transformational something, right? It's the same thing as, um, the, 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 uh, the, the 25 CMA, the listing challenge. Um, I've seen a couple of posts, Lisa Pender did a post and she's like, I got this, this lady that, you know, called me and said that she wasn't, I watched her video and she's like, she wasn't ready to buy, but she told me that she was so excited. I was doing this and nobody else was doing it. And, um, the next day she called me and said, Oh my gosh, I have somebody. And then somebody else did a post and said, I got a new listing, Kevin Scott. He's like, I got a new listing from the CMA drop-off and it was from six weeks ago. So I want you to understand that you are planting seeds in your business just because you do not see the result right now does not mean that it isn't working right now. It's meaning that you're planting the seeds for a bigger opportunity later. Like everything you do, when you start to, 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 to get down on yourself and you start to feel like, oh, I want you to say I'm planting seeds. I'm planting seeds, right? I am planting my, you know, my acres upon acres of what I'm doing, because that is really the truth. And you can believe it or not, but I'll tell you one thing. If you believe it, it's going to be much better for you. Would you believe that? Do you believe it? If you believe that that's the case, it's going to be better for you and your business and your life. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Good. All right. Now the last question that he, and then we're going to go ahead and do them. The last question that he asked is if I say yes to this opportunity, what must I say no to? I love that one too. Like these three questions right here, I'm, I'm going to keep on, on mine because I, I just feel like, oh, those are so, they're so, they're, they make so much sense, you know? And, and the first one, obviously, I love this. Is this person experience opportunity, expense, adventure, relationship, commitment aligned with my values? Is this helping you get to where you want to go? Okay, or not? Is answering that phone, when you know it's, you know, Aunt Flo and she's going to be complaining for 30 minutes, is it, is it conducive for you to answer or should you maybe just say no? Right? <laughs> like, uh, right, everyone? We all have those people who are like those blood suckers. You're like, oh my God, it's that person. Then why are you answering? Don't answer. Don't invite them to lunch or dinner or Thanksgiving because you feel like you have to. Just say no to yourself. Say no to them to say yes to you. All right. Okay. Um, and then let me see here. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now what I want to think about is I want, we're going to think about our own questions and I can leave these up, but what's a simple filter that you can create to access every decision that you make? For example, will it make it go faster? Okay. What, like, is this conducive to the success is this conducive to my success, for my business, for my health, for my relationships? Is this pushing me closer to my relationship goal, closer to my work goal, or is it moving me further away? Right? Now, I'll tell you, these are the kind of questions I ask myself all the, all the time just without even knowing I'm doing it, right? I'm like, oh, is this going to help me or not? Like, my brain just kind of does this. And sometimes I'm like, screw it. I'm, it's not going to help me, but I'm, I'm watching, you know, five hours of Netflix right now because that's what I need and that's okay, okay? So in that case, it is conducive because I needed a break, 
My mom said to me yesterday, I go, gosh, so I woke up on Saturday at 6.45 a.m., which is late for me on a Saturday, actually, but I woke up at 6.45. I was at Safeway by, by 8 o'clock, bought some turkeys, but half the stuff I needed for, for, for Thanksgiving. Then I went, I came home, put it away. Then I went to Costco, did my Costco run. Then I went to Winco, did my Winco run. By like four o'clock that day, I had gone to three different stores, prepared my my husband's and, and ours like um, ginger shots for the week, um, gotten a bunch of things ready. And I was like, man, I'm so successful today, right? Got ready, went to a party. The next day I slept until nine o'clock. I went to my mom's house and I was like, and I was there, it was like 1130. I'm like, my gosh, my whole entire day is gone. And she goes, Krista, that's okay. That's okay that you're, you, were, you slept in today. That's okay that you relaxed today. It's okay to actually do nothing today. And I was like, thank you, mom. You're right. Okay. But my brain was kind of going to the, oh my gosh, you're not, you should be doing something. And like, she's like, no, it's okay. Right. So it's okay. <laughs> All right. So I want you to think about now are what are like, and, and I'll leave these questions up here. Um, What's a simple filter that you can create to access every decision that you're going to make? And what's the one thing that you can actually apply this filter to in the next couple of hours, like right away? For some of you, it might be something like, is this self-talk helping me or hurting me? Is what I'm saying to myself right now helping me or is it moving me towards a positive direction? Or is it Am I self-defeating? For many of you, I think that might be something to really ask yourself is, is what I'm saying helping me or hurting me? Is it moving me closer to my goal or moving me further away? Is it conducive to my mental health or is it hurting me? Okay. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to put up, um, I'll leave these questions up so you guys can see. And what I want you to do is you can take a picture of it if you want. Um, I want you to think about what kind of questions can you go through before making decisions? And if that's too difficult, what's the one, what's the one success criteria that you can base upon your, against yourself, not measuring anyone else that you can say, Hey, will it make it go? What's yours? Will it make, will it make, um, will it make us go faster? Okay. Again, it's your turn. All right. Okay. I want, I, I would love for us all to work on this before we go. And if you can put anything in the, in the chat, anyone who has any, do you want to stick your question in there? Like what question can you ask yourself? I can start reading them a little bit. <laughs> I like that, Tam. Is this planting a seed? Ooh, I like that. Anyway, you can share the PDF. So Carlos, I don't have the PDF, but what I can do is we'll put, um, here, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm, I'll write these questions right now and I'll, I'll copy and paste them into the chat for you guys, okay? It might look kind of big, we'll see. Okay, I put all the questions in there, everybody. So you have all those and I'll do it again. Okay, I stuck them all in there. So you have them all the same. You can copy and paste if you want all together. If that helps. Let's slid it in two. Will this generate now business or is this focused on the future, on future business? And that's a great question, Greg, because sometimes you need now business, but you also need to be thinking about future business. If you're constantly thinking about future business, there's a problem, right? That's why people have all the ups and downs of business. Is this serving me in a healthy way? I love that, Debbie. Does this support my big why? Will this put a smile on my wife's face? Aw, Jason, you're so cute. Is this benefiting me today and or moving me uh, toward good? Does this blank hinder my progress or help me move forward? I like it. Is this true and what, what meaning will I give it? Kevin, does this help my positive mindset? Good. Carter, will this help me become the person I want to be? Good. Nate, will this help me grow through the winter? <laughs> I love it. Joe, will this put me in the doghouse? <laughs> Good, everyone. Kelly, is this a blessing for others and myself? 
Greg, who benefits the most by me doing this? Okay, awesome. All right, so we got some. We have some time left. You can continue to ask your questions. I want to open this up for Q and A right now, and just for comments. Q A Q and A and comments. Hands up. First of all, did this did this make you feel better today, everybody? This made me feel better today. Yeah, good, 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 good. Okay, great. We got Nate and then Debbie. Hi, Nate. I like your shirt. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good, good, good. Super excited. So I actually finished the book twice in the last week and on it for the third time in the so last good. week. So absolutely awesome. Uh, it came up and out a little skin in the game and everybody's jumping onto it. But I, I got to tell you, this mindset thing, this measurement of where we should be, measuring ourselves against the ideal instead of looking back on where we've come from and keeping it just between ourselves, it's a game changer. This actually, this book is a game changer. Like if, if you guys haven't read it, I just want to highly recommend go get it, get the audio version, get the written version, use both because they're both really helpful. Um, I totally agree. I, I, um, I love it. And especially I feel like for us, right? Like we're the exact, like, like when he's talking in the book, I can, I see myself so often. I'm like, oh man, you know, and I, I don't, you know, I don't want to be that way. I want, I want to be just work towards really appreciating everything I've, I've done. Nate, thank you for sharing. Debbie. So, you know, um, the mindset piece of your program has been so instrumental in changing so much of my life for the better. And I'm so grateful for it. And this just falls into place with that. I just ordered it on Audible to listen to. But one of the things that I've been doing lately is really asking myself, whether it be people in business or people in my personal life, but is this person serving me in a positive way? And I've had to disconnect some friendships because they weren't healthy for me. They were either too negative or I even had one girlfriend that just literally, I noticed she started picking fights with me all the time. Like, why are you doing that if you're my friend? And it started bringing me down and making me feel less than, and me feel like I'm the problem. And then I started looking at it like, wow, I wonder what's gotten her to a place where she feels like, she has to say these kind of things. So then it was more empathy towards her versus looking at me like something's wrong with me. So this I'm really excited to read because I think it just flows into all the great stuff that you always bring us, always. Oh, good, 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 good. Yes, I, it's good that you recognize that too. And that's that's a hard, it's a hard thing to, to do, right? It's a hard thing to recognize maybe having to get rid of some toxic people, you know? And I think also too, when you when you really find your people in this program and you find your tribe, it honestly helps you even recognize even more how the people that are not healthy for you, they stand out more because people in this tribe are so good at inspiring you and encouraging you and upbuilding you and helping you become a better person. So that's good. Natasha. Hi. Hi, how are you? I just wanted to state, um, I, I got on here a little bit late, but I could really identify with um, what you stated about having a really productive day and then feeling like you wasted the next day and not giving yourself permission to rest and recover. And as a mother of three teenage girls, I am always on the go and always doing stuff and always running. And I was literally having that conversation with my younger brother today how you know we've got such an incredible work ethic in our family that we work 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 and yet still resting is becomes a, a taboo thing where we feel guilty about it and so this was really a confirmation of okay it's okay you can take a step back and take a breath and come back full steam again and i, I really appreciate this program because it keeps me on focused and on target for the goals i want to accomplish Oh, good. It makes you feel normal, huh? <laughs> it does. It really does. Like, I'm not a weirdo. I'm normal. <laughs> oh, thanks for sharing, Natasha. Aduro. Hey, Krista. Hi. Um, so funny thing, as I'm uh, waiting here, my wife delivered this, came in the mail. So oh, yay. Got, got the package. Haven't Woo. opened it yet. Um, but yeah, actually, so I wanted to touch on this. First of all, I'm excited to get the book because um, I, it just sounds incredible. And I love all of the stuff that's been provided, all the great, helpful information. You know, one of the things that I kind of also find myself getting into is the whole comparison, you know, to like the 
the maybe people or agents or other people in real estate that I look up to. I'm like, man, I really want to do something like that, but I'm I don't want to copy exactly what they're doing. I want to have my own twist on it. And then I end up in instead of a research into like this comparison like cycle where it's like, ah, oh, like, you know, they're doing so much better. So like um I just don't know. I know it's a it's a me thing. I gotta flip the switch, you know, like um find a way to say, okay, like is this helping or is this hurting me, right? Um, to getting into that that downward spiral. Um, but I mean, what is there something that you can recommend when you're looking for ideas, inspiration, like something that helps you um in regards to that? Yeah. So there's an activity that we did about probably 60 days ago. And it's something that you should do at least the three every four months, you know, at the at the very minimum every six months is comparing your competitors with a lens of, okay, so what, where's, when I look at my competitors, not like, oh, what am I doing or not doing, but where's my area of opportunity, right? And where's my area of weakness? Meaning look at them saying, okay, so what are they doing that I'm not doing? And how can I enhance that? How can I improve upon that? What are, what are, what are they, what are they not doing? And how can I enhance upon that? Right? So for example, your competitor's I can, I can pretty much assure you guys that unless, I mean, maybe 10% of, of other real estate agents might know how to properly create content, run ads, target, retarget, like do these things that you're doing um, and really position it in such of a way that really shows your unique, your unique value proposition. I mean, hone in on, on these things that you're doing well, because I can guarantee you that they're probably not doing that, but then look at what they're doing and saying, okay, where based upon, because you always want to have an analysis of where you're at, right? In, the, in your market. You want to know what your competitors are doing so you can identify what you can enhance upon about upon what they're, they're doing and do it better. And also what you can, what they're not doing that you then can capitalize on, right? Taking what they're not doing is also an area for you to be able to go, oh, that's an area of opportunity for me. So if you can mm-hmm. come to it from those eyes and also Arturo and everyone else, there's just certain things that certain people, it's like their gifted, unique ability that they're really, really good at. Right. And that's okay. doesn't mean that that is going to be ours because we're like, it's not a comparison thing. It's a, how can I use this to my advantage in my business to where I see areas of opportunity and even areas of weakness are good because then you can identify, you know, when you're going, oh, wow, they're doing this and that's probably a great idea. I'm weak in that area. Well, great. That's an opportunity for me to improve. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it does help a lot. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you for 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 sharing for asking, Ritha. Thank you so much. You're uh, um, so I went back to Grace, and when I asked the question, "Is this true?" It's like stop this crazy thinking that, and just like Arturo said and Natasha said, is it true that I cannot rest, or is it true that I cannot accomplish this, or am I deficient? And then following on with Grace. What meaning will I give this? So this feeling that I have right now is not a bad feeling, but I think I'm going to give it. This is what I've been doing with the skin in the game. I get overwhelmed when I get in there. So it's like, well, the overwhelm can make me go and hide under a rock. Or what am I going to, what meaning am I going to give it? Well, I'm being stretched and now I'm being held accountable. And now I, I want to deliver. I want to have a positive report when I show up tomorrow. And those are more healthy than saying that, here I go procrastinating again, or don't get on me, Kevin, when I see you in a few minutes. <laughs> um, so I think the, is this true? And what meaning will I give this feeling or this emotion I'm having? And does it, is it an empowering meaning is where I want to go. I love it. And that, that, that totally aligns with Annie Grace, right? With what Annie Grace was saying about the, what meanings we're going to, going to do things. And here's the thing, everyone, like we're learning a lot of you know, skills in our daily practice. It's a matter of, of taking these things and, and, and using them and not just having it be a day that you do it, but making it a part of, of your life. And that's why, you know, repetition uh, is mastery, right? We want to continue to repeat. We've wa- we want to make sure, how can you remember this? How can you put this, like, write it down? I have a, a coach right now that I'm working with and he has me writing down every night before I go to bed, like one statement and I have to actually write it out. And then he has me reading it in the morning because he says that, you know, like when you, when you listen to something right before you go to bed or you, it's like, it's, it's, it's ingrained into your brain. And then when you look at it first thing in the morning, obviously it's like we do our wins. Right. But it's this one statement. And then I'm looking at the statement. So my mind is like constantly on it. 
right? And so this morning I actually wrote it out again too. I wrote it again. So I want to do more than just write. I want to write it out, right? Because we want to constantly be referring this. So this is this. I want you to think this. Um, this call today is really important, but it, we've got to make sure that we're we're doing it not just today, but it's a part of our life, right? If you can make this a part of your life, asking yourself these questions, really, really, you know, identifying, is this help for me? Is this not help for me? What meaning am I going to give this to positive or negative? When you make this a part of your life, you're going to see your life just being better, you know? And, um, I mean, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm a testament to it, right? Like, you know, I've come from very hard times as a young girl and life is really, I tell my husband, it just keeps getting better as I get older. It's because I'm constantly working on myself, constantly, you know, trying to be the best version of, of me so I can come across the best version to, to everyone else. And it's just, life is good. Liliana. Good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you so much, Krista, for having this, this call today and talk about this. You know, sometimes we attempt to just get overwhelmed and not appreciate what we do, right? So um, I'm just really quick, I'm almost done with the book. And at one point I was feeling like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Oh my God, I'm so behind. Oh my God, I'm, like I got to do better. I grew up in an, uh, an environment where if I got a B, my mom wanted an A. If I got an A, I needed to get an A plus. If my GPS was a, you know, like, it, like in my house, it was never good enough. And I grew up in that environment. So and that's, that's how I live my life. Well, before this book, you know, now, um, um, I think I'm on in the last chapter and I started writing and that's, that's the reason why I post the list of all the things that I have done because, and when I was writing that list, I literally was crying. I was like, oh my God, I have accomplished so much in a little time and I don't appreciate everything that I have done to make my business better. And not only the business, the confidence that I have now compared to when I started the program, it's, it's unbelievable. So I just want to say thank you for, for this call because it actually helps us realize, you know, that we have to appreciate what we're doing. And we aren't better than, than three months ago. We are better than yesterday, you know. So I, I'm, what I'm doing now is I'm writing every day three winnings, three winnings. And that's actually helping me realize that I'm growing and I'm not stuck. So just want to share that. I love it, Liliana. Can all of you guys do me a favor? I'm just kidding. This is a really weird analogy, but... When I was younger, I used to, I was like, oh, you know, and oh, I'm, I don't, I'm fat. I don't like the way I look. Or I do, I don't, I don't, and I look back like at pictures and I'm like 10 years ago, I'm thinking, what in the heck was I thinking? I should have, I was like a supermodel, you know, like, why didn't I see it then? You know what I'm saying? And so I try to remind myself now, like you've done that your whole life where you look back at yourself and you, you weren't good enough or you weren't pretty enough or you weren't thin enough or you weren't whatever. And it's like, it was just this thing I was saying to myself, but that wasn't at all the case, you know? And so, and it sucks that you gotta be, you know, 45, 50, before you finally figure it out. Right. Like, and now sometimes when I'm seeing myself getting hard on myself, I remind myself of that. So I can get back into reality of what really is the truth about life. So I'm going to give you all an assignment. Okay. Number one, and I know it's Thanksgiving, so you don't, you don't have anything on Thursday, right? You get to cook and all, do all those great stuff. So I want you guys to have an amazing time and enjoy yourselves and eat lots of food and get super full. Um, but I want you between now and then to think about what's that, what's that question you're going to ask? What's that, what's that, what's that assessment, that success criteria question. Okay. And then I want you all to do me a favor and I know that you're busy, but I would really ask that you just give do this. This is, this is my, this is a gift I want you to give me. Okay. This is a gift that you guys are going to give me. I want you to write down as many things as you can think about that you have done successfully between now and Thursday. Any hold a journal, put it in your phone. Anytime something comes to your mind, I want you to write it down. And then what I want you to do is before next, next call on Tuesday, put it in the, put it in the group. Okay. Or if you don't want to share it in the group, like put it on your wall or share it with your, your, your family member or share it with a friend, or just like really look at that and go, man, because that's the kind of thing that's going to help you continue to get the success that you want and to move the needle forward. It's not note focusing what you're not doing well, or what's not working or what hasn't worked. Focus on what you are doing right. And if you feel like you've fallen off the wagon, who cares? Just jump back on, like jump back on. We're all going to fall off. 
I, this week I've not been pregnant. I'm like, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm fine with it right now. I, I needed it. You know, I was burnt out a couple of weeks ago. I'm this week. I'm not yesterday. I had like two things I did, even though it seemed like I was working all day. I really wasn't. And I'm okay with it because my body needs it. Right. Focus on all the things that can, can you guys do that for me? Everyone say promise. Do one of these. Yes. You're in the program. You guys are paying. You got to do what I say. Okay. <laughs> all right. And that'll be a really good activity for you to do. So everyone have a great Thanksgiving. I appreciate all of you. Thank you, Rose. She says, yes, promise. And um, I am so grateful for all of you. I'm going to, you have no idea. I just love what I do. And I just feel so blessed every day to be able to, to be able to just be a part of your life. So thank you for allowing me to. And Alicia, thank you for speaking and being vulnerable and, and sharing your, your wonderful heart. All right. Okay, everyone, have a great day. Read your manifesto, please. Bye, Rochelle. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.